Uh, if you've ever thought about recording a podcast, Anchor is the best way to do that. We use that for boats and does here. Uh, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Uh, Anchor has the tools you need to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or on your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all the listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. So if you've ever thought about it, download the Anchor app and go or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the Boats and Does podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. I'm Brandon. Today, we are going to go over the controversy surrounding Georgia's congressman, Andrew Clyde, suggesting... Owner of three gun stores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suggesting to do away with the Robertson-Pittman Act. Now, we, we've we been huge advocates of the Robertson-Pittman Act on the podcast previously. Like, Absolutely. we've talked about it. Yeah. Several times. Um, and I think we're all of the opinion, we don't really care. Uh, um, I care. I care what happens to our public lands. I do, too. I'm just saying, I'm just saying we don't care about paying that extra. I don't oh, care about okay. paying that extra Oh, tax. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We, we're, we both yeah. thought the same. I was yeah. like, what do you no, mean no, we no, don't no, care? No, we totally care. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> we care about it because I, I am willing to pay the extra tax yes. on outdoor equipment to yep. go to conservation. Yes. Yes. So... In no way do my Second Amendment rights feel like they're being infringed upon I because can see, of 11% tax on outdoor gear. When I, I know that money's going back into conservation. And you know what? That can be an argument for taxation without representation. You know where that money's going. Yeah, that's representation. That's yeah. Absolutely. You know where it's going. You're willing to spend it. I mean, you could buy a National Park Pass now for 80 bucks and go see any of the, I think it's like, Fifty-three or fifty-four national parks. I maybe I'm fairly sure I'm off on that number. Uh, me and Savannah were talking about it the other day. That's like our goal is to see all of them before we die. Yeah, but it's like without that money, we don't we don't get to chase that dream. Yeah, and it's more than it's just more than us being selfish and wanting good fishing or hunting land. Like it's people that want to go mountain bike or whatever. Like we're running into the situation now. Our hometown is becoming neighborhoods. Stuff that was woods when we were in high school is now (laughs) neighborhoods. (laughs) I mean, I was I was sitting up on the power line the other night. Me and Savannah were um, first night with the Jeep. We took it to see how it did. How'd that work out for you? That night was fun. We just went up there. We sat on the tailgate, like we popped the tailgate up, sat in the back of it, and we ate our dinner. You know, we had some takeout and. Just sat there and ate and watched the sunset over over land that I grew up on. Like, that's where I rode dirt bikes growing up. Yeah. That's where I killed my first deer. That's where I killed my first turkey. Um, privately owned. Privately owned. We lease it from a holding company. They have they have been – they've held, held that lease for 30-something years. Yeah. And it's like um, the OMV family. But, like, it's just – I told her, I was like, you know, the day that I can't just on a whim come out here and sit, right, eat dinner with you, and just enjoy, like, the land. You don't have to do, you don't have to think about anything. Yep. You're just out there, like, talking and just having a good time. And, like, the day that I don't get to experience that and this land's gone, like, it's going to be a very sad day in my life. Because mm-hmm. this is, 
this is the land I grew up on. Right. And that's that's private lease land, much less the people that are looking at their only access are public. Right. And they're talking about not having as much funding. Yeah, I mean, even as something as small as cleaning up trash, like it's gonna be it they need that money. Every yeah. bit of it. I'm I'm happy to pay it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Here's what I don't understand, right? So like as a gun shop owner. Yes. You're going to pass that tax cost that yes. it cost you off to the people that you're selling the guns to. Yes. Everybody, with the exception of people that are buying extremely large quantities from a gun shop, are getting the same price, the same yeah. discounted price so that they can resell that gun in their gun shop. Yeah. So on an even playing field, Everybody is just going to have to drop their prices, or everybody's going to decide, oh, we're going to keep the price the same. We're going to make an extra 11%. Right. And then you have even more people unwilling to spend the money. Like, well, I understand a pistol being $100 more than it should be, knowing where that extra money's going. Right. Whereas, if I'm sitting here looking at you, knowing I'm about to put it in the pocket, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're not necessarily willing to work or, uh, and I rarely ask a wheeling dealer or, or to work on a price, but if I know that extra bit's going in your pocket and you're not willing to, you're not getting my business. Right. Well, I think he he said that he introduced it in retaliation to a Democratic one that was introduced about a thousand percent tax on uh, assault rifles. So that's where that's where Second Amendment rights. You know, yeah. that might be infringing on it. Okay, <laughs> so he holds a little bit more credibility than I it's, gave him. It's it's petty. Yeah, I mean, it's petty. What what I've, but I mean, all politics is petty. It is. So like, why not just make it on certain guns? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's <laughs> uh, what they're I mean, trying. What, that, like, like I how do you how do you pick those certain guns? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's just blanket statement overall is yeah. better. Yeah. Hey, it's 11 percent on everything on. All sporting equipment. Yeah. You're not going to use an AR-15 to go hunt deer. Or even... Uh, I would. I mean, you could. You can. It's that, legal here. That new Is th- it necessary? No. That, that <laughs> new 350 Legend, like, I 100%, if and when I have kids, I will have an AR-15 and 350 Legend, and that will be their first deer rifle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't kick. They're not going to be scared of it, and it has incredible knockdown power. Yeah. It's not good past about 200 yards, but it's the perfect rifle for a kid, and it's on an AR platform. Mm-hmm. Especially around here. It's a scary black gun. Yeah. Right. The thing that kills me is that the the people that are AR, or not even AR, the, the assault rifle, assault rifle, assault rifle, right? AR-15 comes from the original manufacturer of that rifle, which is Armalite. Yeah, it's not assault rifle. And their model was AR-15. But if you go buy a 5.56 rifle from Palmetto State Armory, that's local here in Denver, it's going to be a PSA-15. Like, it's not... That's that's something they use to describe something that's not necessarily a good description. It's just a certain style that looks like... It's the style, yes. I will give you style. But and but here's the thing. Here here's my argument. Anytime somebody wants to talk about the whole assault rifle, right? Well, so what so the let's bill says is semi-automatic weapon that does not use rimfire ammunition and is either capable of holding more than five rounds in a tube, fed magazine, or uses detachable magazines that can hold more than ten rounds. 
And so that's, that's what they're wanting to delete the tax off of? No, that's what they want to charge a thousand percent tax on. So that's oh, okay. this is this is his retaliation. Gotcha. So Clyde's retaliation is let's it's get rid of the Robertson Pittman Act. Okay, so uh a Browning B A R. Mm-hmm. It's a very popular hunting rifle. Yeah. The semi automatic, you can shoot a seven millimeter rim mag out, out of it and it doesn't kick very hard mm-hmm. because it is eating up some of that inertia. Mm-hmm. It was a rifle designed for war. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That yeah. was that was the war rifle shooting a three oh eight caliber round and then extremely sought after for police departments like SWAT in the gangster days of, of running during Prohibition. That yeah. was that's what they wanted to combat And the that and that falls into all of the categories that you just described. With the exception of, it is stocked like a regular deer rifle. Yeah. And it is camouflaged. Right. Could you buy it with a five-round non-detachable magazine? Absolutely. And then you could just buy the kit to put (laughs) a a detachable magazine on it. Right. At that point, you can get a three hundred eight Remington 700, and it'd be semi-automatic. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, like the Ruger Ranch rifle, for example. The Ruger Ranch rifle is two two three. I think you can even get it in five five six now. I'm not entirely sure, but I know I, I know it's a two two three gun. Um semi automatic and it kinda looks like an M one grand and it looks like a gun that was in the war some fifty, sixty years ago. Yeah. You can buy them every day and people hunt with them. Yeah. Like you can't draw that line. There, that draw that line that they're trying to draw is being drawn by people that don't understand a daggum thing about it. To me, yeah. Well, well I think it's 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 people that I mean that eleven percent tax on guns, ammunition, whatever. You know, some people are into guns and ammunition that don't hunt. You know what I mean? That and hey. That's but, just the price you pay. But those are the same people that could go out to any one of the public shooting ranges on BLM and still exercise their right to to shoot guns and enjoy right. their range day for free. Right. So it's not at a total non-benefit to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you agree? No, I absolutely agree. And a lot of it was like, a lot of people's argument is the whole when the Second Amendment was wrote. And it was, oh, well, it only... At that point, when it was wrote, it was only muskets. Well, so nowadays the, the government had muskets well, the, too. I mean, Robinson, exactly, Robinson that's Pittman Act was done in 1937. It was done by Teddy. He was signed by Teddy. Well, yeah. I'm just I'm just talking about the the Second Amendment, uh, yeah. Second Amendment argument, right? Uh, a lot of people's argument is it was wrote when we had muskets, and yeah, sure, everybody should be allowed to have a muzzle loader, but you shouldn't have whatever the modern technology is. But when that was wrote, that was citizens owning military weapons, air quotations. Like, yeah. our was, army had muskets. It was to protect against tyranny, basically. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing is, like, everybody's like, oh, assault rifle this, high-capacity magazines being 30 rounds or whatever else. Like, it's not – they have the ability to that. And in the in the Constitution, we're supposed to be able to stand up against the government when they start acting like Britain, right? Right, because that's where all that stemmed from. 
And if you're trying to take that technology away, then But I don't it's... think that's the whole point of this bill though. No, 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 of the bill, no. That's right. just that's I, I can't stand when people push Second Amendment rights as a a leverage for something because ninety percent of the people that push it don't understand it. Yeah. Like in its originality. Now I I just think it's it's a politician trying to get out of paying a tax. Like you were saying, Brandon, is you're he's passing it to the people anyways. Yeah, he's not paying that tax. He's not paying that tax. And then something else that's interesting about it is um he wants it to come like how do you replace that, right? Is uh redirecting unallocated lease revenue uh generated by onshore and offshore energy development on federal lands. Which but it's capped out at eight hundred million. Yeah. And Robertson Pittman Act in twenty one twenty two generated over a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's like so what's baffling to me is he's wanting to redirect money that's already being directed. So regardless of good, bad or indifferent, that money's already going to public lands to some degree. Taking away an eleven percent excise tax is automatically going to cut from that, even if the the oil and gas was a really big number, right? Yeah. Well, even look at he's talking about allocating the funds from leasing federal land, so it is going to, regardless whether you think it's state game land or not, it's all federal land. They just decided to give the states governing over that instead of trying to come up with everything but a federal agent has everything to do with jurisdiction over a state managed game land yeah i think the other thing that worries me about the money coming from oil and gas is keystone pipeline they are attacking oil and gas right yeah so naturally like, if you want to survive in the White House, like, you kind of, if you're on one party or another, in a lot of ways, you're not supposed to support oil lines and gas lines and production of oil in the states and production of gas in the states because it's bad for the environment. It doesn't matter where they do it. Yeah. Um, it's going to happen, right? We got we to gotta have energy. So it's like... I mean, but do you think over time... I think in our lifetime, we will see gas-powered vehicles as a commodity, right? So it's, it's going to be... So you think electric's going to be the commonplace? And yes. If, and if you want the convenience of a gas... Right. You'll You're going to be paying through the nose for it. Okay. I mean, most car makers right now are shifting to electric vehicles. I will say the manufacturing that it takes to do a, an electric vehicle is a lot less. Yeah. Like, I've been in automotive. I've made parts for Ford. I've made parts for Dodge. Yep. You know, it's like um, I've made more parts in the U.S. for Toyota than any of them combined, which is hilarious. Right. Toyota and Nissan produce It's the more. number one selling automobile in the U.S. is Toyota. And they, and they manufacture more cars here than most of the others. Yeah. Um, so it's just like you take a look at what all is in a car. Yeah. Okay. Let's just talk about an engine. Four-cylinder engine. Mm-hmm. We have four rods, four mm-hmm. rod caps, eight half bearings, a crank, crank bearings, 
the block, we have all the end caps for the blocks. All that has to be machined. The pistons, the rings, the heads, the there's a bunch of parts that goes into <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You look at an electric car? Yeah. It's a battery. There's a battery <laughs> and a, a motor and a and a couple gears to drive the motor to the to the wheels. Yep. And it is a ton simpler. Yep. You still have to have a transmission. You're mm-hmm. not getting around that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to turn that power into something. But the downside to electric cars limited range. Well, that's not even what I'm talking about. Environmentally, lithium is awful. Yeah. That is it's also a limited resource. It's a limited <laughs> resource. It is terrible for the environment. Right. It is extremely dangerous pr- to process. Mm-hmm. There's a lithium plant right here in Kings Mountain. Yep. And if that buzzer goes off, <laughs> it drains <laughs> everything into like four holding ponds. Yeah. And hopes that it doesn't burn down the city. Right. Because it burns so hot. Yeah. And everybody's supposed to get the crap out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that that is a better solution. Currently, I don't think lithium's the right move. It's a cheaper solution. It, it's, I mean, all right. Yeah, what's the first cell phone you saw? Uh, the first cell phone I saw would have probably been like a Nextel. Yeah. Nextel, like a Nokia that was about the size of your face. Yep. Had its own satellite. Yep. You know what I mean? And now we walk around with basically a screen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, I mean, that's also using battery too. The point is, it's it's going to evolve. Yeah, know? I think I think until it evolves, it's not. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, I'm in, in our to. in our in our lifetime. I think we'll see it. Is well, it going to be anytime soon? Probably not. You're also talking about it's still expensive for the vehicle, yeah. and then, you know, y- you look at vehicles that are seventies and eighty eighties models still running. Yeah, you know, half a million miles on them. And the electric, how long does that last before you have to replace the battery? And at that point, you're buying Well, Tesla's got a million-mile battery right now. Eh. I'm just saying it's evolving. How how are they arguing that, though? You can run a million miles off of it. Have they done it? Yeah. Or are they just calculating? I mean, through testing and all that stuff. So the point is it's going to keep evolving. And it's going to get better and better. The I technology think, is. I, think I the, hope so. I think the market that I'm in is going to see a huge shift. Yes. Because we sell, like, like some of the com- companies I've worked for in the past, some of their bread and butter is automotive. automotive. Yep. And it's aerospace, and it's this, and it's that. Like, when they start chipping away at, like, what the number of parts that are needed to manufacture, the cost should come down on a vehicle. Should. Should. Like, the manufacturing time in the process, like, it should come down. Because you're paying more for labor, labor than you ever are paying for material. Oh, absolutely. I think it will in time. Once, so, you know, you can get a cell phone for 60 bucks. <laughs> you can also get a cell phone for $2,000. Exactly. So so it's 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 at the first stages of... That evolution of it, right? Would you drive the Rivian? Hell yes. Uh, actually, I looked. Uh, we passed one the other day. It was on a rollback so on the way into Charlotte. Cool. And I didn't even know what it was. We looked it up, and I was like, "Man, 
I've been watching this that for like four or five years knees. now. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been watching it since they since first they launched. first like launched yep. it. I'm like, this they're really not is that terribly coolest. expensive. They're really not. I mean, they're comparable to like a Tahoe or yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, they're comparable to Z71. new combustion engine vehicles. Have yeah. you have you seen the cost on that Ford Lightning, the electric? Oh yeah, yeah. That can that one's over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. But the yep. problem the problem I have with that is right. If you go buy a combustion engine right now for sixty thousand, or you go buy an electric vehicle for sixty thousand, you're gonna put more money yep. into the electric, replacing batteries and such. Hypothetically, right? right? Obviously, motors blow up, things happen. There's less wear items there. I mean, hybrid is where it's at to me. There are less items, but they're, they're exponentially they're, more they're expensive. Le- there are less wear items. Your I mean, a hybrid like the Ford Maverick. Have you seen those? Yeah, I know you're gonna end up with one of those. I'm gonna end up with one at some point. Are you gonna put? I a put a lot of miles on my on my truck right now. Are you gonna Are uh, you gonna put a fly rod rack on the top of it? Yes. You're gonna have your <laughs> River Smith. Yes. <laughs> the T handles on the hood and the truck on the yeah. top. Of it. Uh, at some point, I'll probably have one of those. Uh, it just makes sense um, for me because I drive a lot of miles. Don't go off-roading a whole lot. Um, I do love my Tahoe. Yeah, yeah. But, man, when gas is over $4 a gallon, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, I understand. That's why the, the diesel was sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, why <laughs> energy shouldn't be redirected. It should be focused on stateside energy. So, Yeah, I think energy dependence is a huge thing in this, this country. Yeah. Like, we, we are way too dependent. And we don't have to be, right? Like, right. we have the reserves between Alaska and here. And then the uh, Can- Canadian oil fields, like, mm-hmm. get it from there. Yeah. Like, I, I still don't know where I'm at on the on that whole thing. You know what I mean? Okay. So, at one point, you know, I like gas being $2 a gallon. 100%. <laughs> Everybody does. At the At the other side of it. Are you putting your chakras on right now? Is, this yeah. a, is that <laughs> yeah. what's about to happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm about to hop in my super. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the other side of this, is is there something to that of, hey, there's a pipeline running through here. It's going to cause issues for the wildlife or the land that it's on. Have you seen a finished pipeline? I have seen a finished one. Have I've you seen s- the construction of one or, like, if it leaks. Have you seen what the, happens? Have you seen the finished lithium mine? <laughs> yeah, I have. I mean, I'm not saying that's why. That's why the, like there's so many options to it. I don't know how I feel about it. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, so look at the look at the old coal mines. It's a it's a short term solution to a long term problem. Yeah, and I everything that's done on a knee jerk reaction ends up done exactly in a very poor manner. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree, but. <laughs> I mean, I get where you're coming from with the lithium mines, but also look at the old, like, the coal tipple out there where I dropped you off to go hunt with Lander. I mean, that's been, that hasn't been worked since before I was born, and it still looks like they just left it last week and haven't gone back yet. Because there was no regulation at all. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? But then you also have, um, 
You're always going to have an impression on something, though. Yes. Regardless of what your source is, you're having an impression on it. We're going to kill the world eventually, is what Tyler's saying. I mean, it, you have to. Like, look at s- solar panels. <laughs> you have to kill it. Well, you have to kill that's it what I'm now. Saying, like, no, no, no. What's the, you what's don't the have balance? to kill it, but like, look at look at solar panels and such, right? It's all an absolute renewable energy. Where are you putting the panels? Yeah. You know how many panels it takes to power something? Right. Like, you're, yeah, cool, on well, top of the, houses to make up the shingles. This. That's that's my point. Is like I can't find a balance. Well, have you seen the solar the solar roads? No. Yes, those are awesome. Yeah. So they have replaceable grids. They're like octagon shape, and if one goes bad, you just pop in another one. What? It takes replaceable road. It so can, it can and light it, up, and it's it, and it sucks up the sun. So it's solar panels you drive on. Yeah. Yep. So it's so it's already using land that's already taken care of. It's just putting a solar panel on that land. Okay. So South Carolina that. would that never sense. successfully do this. No, absolutely not. They'd all be broke. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, somewhere with nice roads could definitely do it. Well, I saw something, too. Somewhere in Europe, uh, I'm not even going to guess on where because I'll get it <laughs> brutally wrong, but they were taking um, all the recyclable, like, water bottles, caps, plates, like, anything plastic, and they were using that instead of stone as a filler in asphalt. And it did not last as long as like stone asphalt, but they when they milled it up, they turned around and did the same thing, which they do with stone asphalt. But if you're mining stone from the ground to crush up and put in asphalt versus taking leftover plastic and making roads out of it, you're doing less damage necessarily than cutting out a big hole and ripping all the stone out of it. Right. It's 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 a interesting topic to bring so up. so if you were gonna if you were gonna go one way or the other thousand thousand dollar or thousand percent tax on assault weapons or no tax at all for Robertson Pittman Act which direction would you lean just on the stipulations of that that gun yep. You get no argument other than a yes and no. Yeah, which way are you voting? Are you voting are you voting to the left or are you voting to the right? Considering that if you got the Robertson Pittman Act, you get eight hundred million dollars a year towards conservation, right? Uh huh. It goes to the general public. Okay. And then it goes to like oil companies. But it still caps out at eight hundred million dollars. Right. I'm going to go with 1,000% tax on those guns, those specific guns, right? Really? I mean, what do you – I mean, you're going to you're gonna be able to get one of those guns anyways, right? <laughs> I mean, they're just going to rework, <laughs> that's rework what, that's the way the wording is. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's going to happen. They're going to fall into a loophole. You can always manufacture one at home. Right. So I shouldn't say that out loud because that sounds really <laughs> bad, but, like, it is completely legal. Meanwhile, his manu- 3D printers over here are going <laughs> It is one hundred percent legal to manufacture a gun in your house. Yeah. So there's a way around it. I, I think that the Robertson Pittman Act is valuable for what it is. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I would tend to that side of things more than the other side of things. If there was a way to gather the money how? Elsewhere. How? I mean I don't how know. How do you do that? Because then 
hunting licenses go up. How much? Thousand yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You think we're getting that I don't thousand know, though, percent it's not on a hunting license? Uh, it's only assault rifles. That's what I'm saying. It's only assault rifles. So that's I would take it, that. I would take that over getting rid of the Robinson Pittman Act. See, I have two arguments. I'm on both sides. Yeah, I'm definitely more towards. I feel like I'm more with you as far as canceling Robertson Pittman, even though that's not the mindset I had coming into this. I would several. I wouldn't cancel. Robertson. I wouldn't cancel it. No. Okay. But if I had to choose one of the two, yeah, I would go a thousand percent tax on yep. air quotation assault rifles. Right. Um. But I'm the one hundred percent say I'm the a hole in the group. I would take the no tax. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Because I think if you infringe on that right to that degree where it's impossible to get, like, that's that's defeating the that's defeating 2A. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And that, I think that it was, is, too. That's my second part of the argument, though, is with the no tax, I have several other avenues to invest my money. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I can put it in National Wild Turkey Federation. Yep. Yeah, but work. will you? That's the problem. Well, see, no. Consciously, no. I wouldn't put the same amount wouldn't. of money now. No. I would, we wouldn't give back to the conservation. And, and that's that's land for everybody. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? And is it expensive to get into outdoor stuff? Yes, especially if you don't have any of the equipment. So what did they say, a 1,000% tax? Yeah. Okay, so let's say that your average run-of-the-mill cheap, Five five six variant of what people call assault rifles is six hundred bucks. Yep. Okay, so at six hundred dollars times one thousand, right? Thousand percent tax. That is a six hundred thousand and six hundred dollar gun. Yeah, they're basically outlawing it. Well, they're not outlawed. Just if you got six hundred sixty thousand dollars, yeah, I've sure. never had sixty six hundred dollars to throw in the drain. It's a luxury of the really rich. Yeah. Yeah, and do I think that's wrong? Yeah. Okay. Um It's but you know what do you what do you It's just like outlaw and bear hunting like they try <laughs> to do. It's like yeah. once you start chipping away at the sanctity of yeah. the sanctity I think of what is like you you can't just take away the edge. Yeah. Cuz then the edge that is now the edge is okay for most people. Right. Well, it, ha- it has to be black and white, but, like, how do you black and white an assault rifle? I, I just, I think the reason why it irritates me is that he owns three gun stores. And he's just trying to get rid of that tax because he has to pay it. Right. And wants to keep his prices the same to put that 11% in his pocket. Right. Yeah, no, in our opinion. That, it's, just, it's just very blatant to me. And it's it's just like, dude, come on. You know what I mean? You you got into this business knowing that was part of it. You know, if you go into any other kind of businesses, there's taxes you have to pay. Well, and it's a conflict of interest. Like, yeah. you can't be the detective on your wife's murder because it's a conflict of interest. Right. Like, what, what so if the... So, like, I think taxes are too high anyways. So, so like, <laughs> let me... But let I'm happy to pay this tax. <laughs> let me throw a, a scenario out to you, right? So, like, this guy owns three gun shops in Georgia. Okay, he originated the bill. So, hypothetically, a kid that is close to him, and I say a kid relatively, I'm talking like an 18 to 20-year-old that can legally go hunt by themselves. 
has no access to land, minus public land, that is paid for by the Robertson Pittman Act. Yeah. If he doesn't have a place to go hunt, right. he's not going to go buy a gun. Yeah. So it's like... He's shooting himself in the foot. To a degree, yes. Yeah. Long term. He's shooting... Right, everybody's purpose is to leave the earth better for your kids. He's shooting his kids in the foot. Yeah. He's not going to see that effect, but future business, whether his kids or not, yeah, the the next generation coming up will see it. I care more about lands than guns. Yeah. Um absolutely. I, yeah, I could so like I'd I'd rather go I'd rather be able to go with a musket or a bow or whatever to all these great national parks that we have and just go see nature. I absolutely agree. Yeah. But I also feel that I should be able to do that with whatever I choose to carry. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I mean I think I think a machine gun may be a little excessive for deer hunting. I mean I'm uh, not talking about taking a two forty nine out there <laughs> and just bowing the woods down but I mean, like, the reason like the that, South Park the reason that ducks went endangered was the punt gun. Yeah. I mean but I I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. But yeah. also... Nobody should be able to tell me what to do. The money goes back to it. <laughs> I feel like I should be able to take whatever I want out there. If I need 30 rounds to go deer hunt because I cannot aim, then so be it. Yeah. I should not be limited to decide, for somebody else to decide for me. Right. Yeah, I agree there. But I think it goes back to, would you donate to conservation if nobody told you to. I mean, yes. The responsible would, answer is yes. Yeah. Definitely not to the degree not the that degree I do now. If I'm going to buy a tackle box, I'm not going to think, oh, yeah. I should give 3% of this to well, I mean, like, conservation. Because <laughs> even at the, the store, if you go to Bass Pro Shops, they go, do you want to like round up, up for conservation? What do you hit? No. Yes. I hit no. I hit yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I hit like yes cents, if it's like... I uh, like an even yeah, number. But, yeah, but there's like five options. You never choose the hundred dollars, oh, right? Like, <laughs> You're like, here's thirty-seven cents. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, it's such a loaded question, though. I know. <laughs> I mean, like, there's so much. There's the. It's so two-sided. Yeah. Can you can you honestly say that you would take money out of your personal budget that you could spend on, say, <laughs> another gun. fishing rod, <laughs> a gun? <laughs> Um, a lift kit for your truck. No, tires. I can't. That's what I'm saying. That's, like yeah. that's the selfish side of me. Yeah, and I'm also that's not, not going to be selfish side of you. That's the selfish side of everybody. Of, of human well, yeah. nature. But I mean, like you're also not like. Let's say I got a tournament tomorrow. Yeah. That I need to run to Bass Pro Shops and grab a couple bags of soft plastics and a a new spinner bait. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to take my receipt and yeah. calculate 11% of that receipt no. and then turn around and find somewhere to donate it yeah. because that's a hassle to me. Yep. But I'm absolutely willing to mm-hmm. if I don't have to put that legwork in. Now, but see, the legwork I have to do to yeah. calculate that and decide where it goes, mm-hmm. that's my 10%. Like, yeah. That's my <laughs> hourly rate. <laughs> I mean, I would be a lot more willing to sign up for like a $20 a month pull out of my bank account. You know what I mean? I would just say yeah, if if, if when I paid taxes at the end of the year, if I could choose where my taxes went to. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. But then yeah. but then what would never get paid for? It doesn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean uh, You know what I mean? You got your basics of like, hey, road work and all that stuff, but like all the excess. I mean I wouldn't pay for prisons, I'll tell you that. 
No, I wasn't either. <laughs> Especially the or a few a few other young. things. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I Pol- mean, some politicians' salaries. But like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna put that money in conservation. If I could check a box and go, hey, where do you want this seven percent go to? I'm gonna check conservation. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't want to give my and that's I a broad spectrum. Spectrum, right? That's it's like going to a lot of different things. Yeah, that's a lot easier than just like writing in like you want to put it in the Pisgah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Nana uh, across or the country. Whatever. Great. Yeah. Hey, y'all use this money. I'm gonna go enjoy it. At some point in my life, I would like to go use what I paid for yep. to get out there. And it's our land. Even though you paid for it, if you never get to witness it, somebody else yes. gets in, introduced yep. to the outdoors. Exactly. So I'm willing to invest in that. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of places that have been put up to go from national to state ran recently. Yes. And that's raised a lot of red flags. Because mm-hmm. some of those places are, like, really beautiful, but, like, the states may benefit from a dollar amount of allowing them to have oil rights or some something on the, that the national level is not willing to do. Well, see, that's why I think it should be federally owned, right? Yeah, and then state managed. <laughs> well, I mean, it, yeah, but arguably, like, if you talk about a broad spectrum, yeah. right, let's say uh, Pisgah wants to sell 10 acres for them to build a school. Mm-hmm. Okay, on a national level, that 10 acres of this whole 48 continental states is nothing. But if They're not going to bat an eye at saying no. If you North do that 10,000 times. Like, yeah. But North Carolina's going to be like, oh, you're going to give me how much for this little bit? Yeah. That's nothing. I never go out there and walk it. So the guy that never goes hiking out there is just going to sign it away. Right. So it's now also there's in-depth management that needs to go statewide um, or, or state-wise, I guess. But, like, you know, the, the, the management of the state knows what it needs specifically mm-hmm. because it doesn't get as much attention on a federal level. But I think as far as, like, the sale or – other use than public access yeah, is definitely like a national decision. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I think the problem's too big for one person to figure out. Absolutely. I think so too. Uh, but on the Robertson-Pittman Act. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying both of those bills needed to die. Yes. The ones that are repealing those. Yeah, they can, they can say Act. no to both. Yep. Yeah. I, I agree. So I call your, call your local your local congressman, write a letter. Um, we'll write letters. Let them know. Let them know what you think. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure one thing the mediator does great is they put, like, an automated, like, click your state. And then he, yeah. like, has a prompted <laughs> letter, and you just copy and paste it, and you copy the email address. And, like, go find one of those. Somebody somewhere has one repealing both of these. Yeah. If I had to imagine, Stephen Ranella would have one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this may, like, Rogan. You know what I mean? It but did. This it is, did make this Rogan. is, like... Yeah, it's it's big news. I mean, we're it, we're big time, but you know, Joe Rogan's like, right, he, right. I mean, I mean, he's not a hunting, he's fishing at, podcast. He's asked for our autograph a couple of times. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> met him. Yeah, we he wants us to take him hunting. We didn't want to be on the podcast, so you know, it it's just it's it such a hassle. Yeah, yeah, it's such a hassle. He cusses too much for us. <laughs> Yeah, no. Anyways, um, let us know what you think. <laughs> Obviously, that last bit Let was, us know if we'll ever We're going to wake Rogan. up from this dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Rogan does come calling, I promise we will not say no. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. Like, yes. <laughs> when can I be there? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. send your letters. 
find somewhere to vote it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, either way or the other, vote. It's important. I hate saying that because it's always been pounded in my head being younger. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, your vote counts. Uh, I think you care a lot more when... It's something you care it's about. A lot when, you can, when you're connected to what you care about. Right. It's a lot harder to get reversed than it is to put into Yeah, Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yep. like, let's not let the laws get made. Right. Yep. It's fine how it is. Yep. So, thanks for listening. Yep. I'm Brandon. Send us, send us some shit to talk about. I'm Ben. Tyler. We'll catch Bye. you next time.